0: Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey everybody, this is the ramblings of a transgender Christian. I am your host, Anna Hudak. So yeah, today, uh, definitely some stuff I, it's gonna be a bit of a different episode today. Um, I'm just being honest, I really don't feel like talking about anything serious today. Um, it's been hell. <laughs> Things have been complete dog shit lately. Uh, My anxiety is at an all time high, which believe me is no easy feat. Um, It's definitely gotten to the point where the anxiety is like literally slowing down my heart and there was actually a time a few nights ago from when you're listening um, where my heart actually stopped for a little for a few moments. like I literally was not breathing at all. Um because of my because of the anxiety. So I like I just no, I, I just just this one episode, we're not talking really anything serious, don't worry. We'll get back to serious shit. <clears throat> Sorry, somebody stuck in my throat. Like this it's amazing how it works. Like my throat will be completely fine up until I start recording a podcast episode, but all of a sudden, like, everything in the world starts getting caught in my throat. Like, what the hell? Oh, well, um, but yeah, so yeah, so anyway, you know, so, uh, Thursday's episode, which I still yet to record, um, yes, I know it's was supposed to be done last week, I don't care, um. Uh, will be about prisons because you know a few weeks ago we did an episode called "Gender Jail" where we talk about whether trans women should be allowed into prisons or not, and where I argued that yes, what trans women should be allowed into women's prisons. I mean that's pretty fucking obvious. Um, but yeah, we we this episode uh, on Thursday's episode we'll be discussing um, queer, especially trans female experiences in jail. But you know, but we'll still you know be talking about queer experiences in general, but more. But it will definitely be digging deeper into trans women's experiences. Black trans women's experiences in jail. Um, You know, in American prisons. But yeah, so... uh, Yeah, we'll be talking about that on Thursday. Definitely a pretty heady topic. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Uh some good news for let's get some quick housekeeping. I definitely need God away because we do have some big news. Um I have been accepted into the Spotify video podcast program since I use Anchor. So yes, um, this show will hopefully start having video versions on the Spotify um uh, for my Spotify audience, which of there are pretty much none of you. There's like maybe like one or two of you. Um But yeah, you know, um, I'm not exactly, I'm not sure I'm exactly a fan of what I'm hearing But how he wants you to do it. But we'll see, you know. Um, The plan is, the hope is that this is the very first episode that you'll get to watch on Spotify. So, uh, you know, if you are watching on Spotify, hello, how you doing? Glad you could see this pretty face for once. But even if not, you know, there's still always YouTube, which, of course, you can find in the show notes um, if you're listening to this. You know, if you're watching on YouTube, you're not going to be able to find a link to the YouTube because, while well, you're already watching on YouTube, you know. So just click the subscribe button. Also, a quick reminder, there will be no episodes in January. Um, you know, um... Whatever is the last Thursday of uh, December of this month is the final episode of the year. And then season three will pick up on February 14th, Valentine's Day of 2022. So next year, February 14th will be the very first episode of next year. Um, Because, you know, this year, February 15th, was the very first episode I ever released. And so we're going to try to release, you know... Give, you know start of the year, you know, the podcasting year, around that time every year. So, February 14th will be next year's first episode. Um, but, if you are subscribed on Patreon, you will get episodes in between then. Um, you will get two episodes in January and one in February, if you are a Patreon subscriber. Um... Uh, and, of course, you know, but publicly, of course, I still will be updating my TransWarp Drive channel, which, of course, you'll be able to find link to in the show notes or YouTube description, depending on how you're watching or listening, um, which is my, TransWarp Drive is my channel where I talk science fiction. And, of course, I will be releasing Patreon-exclusive uh, TransWarp Drive content at that time. So, uh, so, so subscribe. Um, but yeah, so, so subscribe to Transport Drive and, of course, to the Patreon. But yeah, so uh, that's the plan because I'm going to give myself a month off. Um, I need it. Um, so Especially because, you know, we're kind of changing things up a lot. Uh, Monday episodes will be devoted to news. That's what my current plan is. That Monday will be the news show, the weekly news show, where I focus on worldwide queer news. I really kind of, like, look, I, like, so like conservatives, like they kinda of have this worldwide network that we're building. Where, you know, in every country, like every like basically there's really it's not really so much a American sort of movement or a Brazilian conservative movement or a Mexican Brazilian sort of movement or a Hungarian sort of movement. It's a worldwide conservative movement. That's what we're working towards. You know, I mean, sure, you know, each country has a, has a bit of a different flavor depending on what that country, you know, on that country's culture, traditions, whatever. But it's really more going to be, but what we're really working towards is more of a worldwide movement where everybody is being funded by the same people. They have the same access to the exact same materials, you know, resources, you know, for all working together. That's what the conservative movement is working towards. Well, guess what? Uh, we don't have that on the left at all, especially in the queer community. We need to build that up. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not uh, like I, I. I'm not so arrogant. I'm gonna pretend. I am gonna be the one who creates this big worldwide queer movement. No, I. I'm not under any illusions. I'm one person. I'm one podcast. You know. I'm. I. I only have 15 listeners per episode of the podcast. Okay. I'm not starting some big worldwide movement. That's fucking ridiculous. But hopefully, at the very least, what I hope to start is at least seed into people's minds because this is not strictly listened to by Americans. Okay, my second audience, my second largest audience by far is the is is those who live in India. Okay. Um basically america and then india and then it's not even close like i pretty much don't even have a listenership outside of that like maybe like one or two listeners in like britain and australia you know and maybe every occasionally a listener from like canada or like the philippines or some you know some other place but really it's basically america and india um who listen to this and yeah so um there, And so, you know, at least want to create an awareness of a global queer community. You know, maybe seed it into people's minds. Hey, maybe there's some universal facets of being queer. But with the understanding that every country has their own views, you know. Every country is different. You know, the terms will be different. How they view certain things will be different. But there are certain universalities of being queer. And maybe, just maybe... There's a day when we can work together. We can share resources. You know, made is a day that we can work together as a global queer community. That's what I hope to start, to seed it into the minds, you know, maybe, you know, uh, maybe start with this podcast, you know, really start with a global focus. So on Mondays, we're really gonna focus on having, kind of try to do, do as much as possible to have a global focus on queer community because um, I know a lot of my news stories have been very much focused on America. I kind of hope to eventually start talking globally, you know, news around the world. And, you know, and maybe if this podcast does get bigger, which I'm not holding my breath, but if it does, um, uh, you know, maybe start talking to activists in other countries, you know, talk about what's what's going on on the ground there. What is it that they need? What is it that we're working towards? You know, um, you know, just kind of create that worldwide, a, a more of a global sense of solidarity. You know, and maybe if possible, some global action, if possible. But I'm not going to pretend. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I doubt that like the podcast will ever get that big. You know. um, But still, you know, maybe at least big enough that, you know, we can start talking to activists on the ground in other countries, you know, around the world. Um, So I kind of want to at least start Monday's show be basically a worldwide queer news check, you know. Start creating a sense, do what I can to create a sense of solidarity. Then Thursdays will basically be what they have been um, lately. Topical. You know, I take a certain topic, Or an article or whatever. And just discuss it. Um, You know. It's going to be focused on one thing that has to do with religion or queerness. Um, That's really what I want to focus on for Thursday. So that's not really going to change. But it's probably. But yeah. I will probably be changing Patreon. So that um, you don't get the episodes a week in advance. It'll probably be just like a few days in advance. Uh, Probably going to be ending the week in advance thing. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be my plans. And of course, you know, um, via, uh, uh, of course, you'll still get the Patreon-exclusive episodes. But, in, but the way, anyway, quickly speaking on Patreon, I am so sorry. Uh, Patreon stopped supporting certain, some browsers mobile on the mobile, which is how I upload everything. So, I wasn't able to upload any audio for a, for about a week there. I am sorry. I'm getting back to uploading audio. So, you, you should be getting caught up again on episodes. And so the, I am sorry that this episode is late. Um, normally I try to get every episode... I try to get every episode release on publicly Mondays at 11 a.m. and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? Mondays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, this episode is probably going to be late. Um... That's because like I couldn't get anything uploaded on Patreon. I finally got it to work on Saturday. Apparently I had to change browsers. I'm pissed as all well, fuck that I have to use Chrome. Cause fuck Chrome. To be frank. I hate Chrome of every fibre of my being. Um, I'm very much a Brave user. Uh, and every now and then a Firefox user. Basically, like I use Brave for the majority of shit, but Firefox for some other shit. Um, it's my like my secondary Brave is my main browser, Firefox is my secondary browser. Uh, fuck Chrome, because I fucking hate Chrome. It's a fucking terrible browser. It's bloated, it's spyware, it's 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 fucking spyware, you know, and it's fucking overbloated. Fuck and, and plus it's owned by Google. Fuck Google. Um I pray for today when i can fully move away from google but unfortunately android is the best mobile operating system out there none of the linux operating systems are quite there yet but believe me i am following linux mobile operating systems very fucking closely uh, so i can start using those instead um and also um uh, youtube i i hope to eventually start uploading on the library yeah, like, we really need an alternative to YouTube. I do use a library when possible, but unfortunately, there's not too many channels I really want. There's really worth watching a library at the moment. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I fucking hate, um, fucking hate YouTube because it's owned by Google, and fuck Google. Um, but, yeah, you know, I really hope to eventually start using other um, library, but, unfortunately, it's just hell to use to, to upload on mobile. So, and I don't have a laptop, so until I can get a laptop, let's go to be YouTube strictly, but, anyway, yeah, seriously, fuck, fuck Google. I don't even use Google as a search engine. Uh, fuck it. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm very pissed I have to use Chrome now to upload on the Patreon. That's all I'm using it for, because fuck Google. And fuck you, Patreon, for not only supporting Google, um, for using only supporting Chrome on browser. I'm on mobile. That's fucking stupid. There's literally no good reason for that. Uh, But anyway. Enough of my anti-Google rants. (laughs) Uh, What was I going to talk about? You know, I actually had something I was going to talk about. But it just fucking blew my mind. What was it? Come on. God damn it, Anna. This is the worst time. Anyway, I'll just start rambling on and it'll hopefully come back to me. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, it's uh, Sunday morning when I'm recording this. Normally I do this on like Thursdays at latest Fridays, but it's Sunday morning. It's 9.29 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um... And I am pretty tired, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually pretty tired. Did not sleep all, last night, all that well last night. Um, I have not eaten this morning at all. Um, this is about the time when normally I'm making breakfast. Uh, but not this morning. I'm doing this with you because I need to get this episode recorded. Uh, but believe me, I am pretty fucking hungry. I'm planning to make some, uh, to so, so fry some potatoes, you know, gonna uh, chop them up, you know, into, like, you know, just, like, circles, you know. I'll um, you know, dice them, I don't know. Probably not. Probably just do circles, you know, some nice kind of chunky, cir- some you know, medium sliced things. They're not going to be chunky, but they're not going to be thin either. And, you know, just, uh, fry them up, you know, do some, like, little potato crisps, you know. Um... Do that for some breakfast. Still trying to say what I'm gonna do for like lunch or dinner. Don't know. Um, but yeah. God damn, I'm tired. You know, I woke up. You know, um, listen to so the local NPR station. Local NPR sucks at news. I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. But you know what? They got some great. Lo- they got some great local p- programming. Um, I love her. Um. Uh, of her movie magic program, um, where it's on, where they uh, had this local guy, he plays music from movies. Love it. I love listening to movie film scores, so. Why did I just say movie film scores? Film scores. I, movie film scores are so fucking repetitive. Um, but also on Sunday mornings, they do Gospel Flight. Where they play gospel music from 4 to 8 a.m. Um, and you know, I like to wake up, start my Sunday mornings um, with that, you know, just listening to gospel music on the local NPR station. You know, yes, I know, there's a gospel station now. Um, there's been one starting, they started one earlier this year, they founded a gospel station. But, you know, it's just a, a tradition at this point for me just to listen to the NPR's Sunday morning gospel. So that's how I do I listen to the NPR's um, gospel flight. Um, you know, so I kind of start off that way. Um, and then, you know, uh, listen to some of um, WBCL. They, they do Sunday morning praise and worship. You know, listen to that a little bit. Then I read some of, uh, um, been reading through Psalm for Psalm for the Wild Bills by Becky Chambers, absolutely fantastic book. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Right, so of that, and then you know what? I play. I uh, started doing this, and you know, I'm gonna make breakfast. Uh, listen to some podcasts. Probably And to listen to Sounds Fake, but okay, while making it. Then maybe some Chapo Trap House. Um, then depending on how it feels outside, may go. Out walk to the library. It's closed today, but you know, uh, walk there. You know, download some uh, uh, podcasts uh, for tomorrow because there's no fucking way I'm walking out tomorrow. It's going to be 30 degrees and it's going to have wind that blows up to 40 miles per hour. No fucking way I'm walking out. there not, like it's a, no, no, just no fucking way. Of going to the library tomorrow in um, 40 mile per hour winds. Um, with it, where, where it's already just standard 30 degrees. Fuck no, I, I, I no, that's no, just now. I'm a fucking die of, ch- I am gonna fucking die. No, uh, I'm not doing that. Hey, i got gonna say downloads the podcast for tomorrow. Though. So, know hey, it's w- good enough to walk out today. If not, that's fine. I'll just, you know, skimp on the podcast today. Um, just listen to a lot of, you know, local radio. Um. You know, and play a lot of Breath of the Wild. I've been playing a shit ton of that. Uh, playing that again. Having a lot of fun. Uh, really forgot how, how addictive that game is. You know, I'm really making it a goal to get all 120 shrines the same around. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been trying to do. Get all 120 shrines. So I can get that fucking gear at the end. Um, but right now I've mostly been playing with um, the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 gear. The Selvager gear. Because I fucking love Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It is my second favorite game on the Switch. And it's the game I put the second amount of, most amount of time into. Uh, love that game so much. My god. Um, just It's so good. Like, it's literally my phone wallpaper right now. And it's my ringtone. And it's my alarm tone. So, yeah, I, I just kind of like Xenoblade Chronicles too, you know. Um, and that's my lock screen as well. So. Yes, I like Xenoblade Chronicles too. I fucking adore that game. Every fiber of my being. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, Link, so I've been playing Link as the true driver of Aegis. So, um, you know, going around playing into Selvager Gear. But once I get that, you know, but the chances are once I get, that, you know, gear at the end. You know, with, once you get all 20 gear. Probably gonna just switch to that. Because, um, uh, you know, I'm still planning to have a shit ton to do after that point. Like, I'm, like I've am like i already done... Like, I waited until I got the Master Sword to uh, take on uh, the Divine beast and the, with the Rudo and uh, um, Zora. So I've just done those. I just did those in the last two days. Uh, but I'm, I'm waiting to do the Gorons, uh, Divine Beasts, and the Gerudo's divine beast until i've got until i've gotten the rest of the shrines um like i already got i had like 63 shrines and i took on the last divine beast um which was the zora one but um yeah um which i just took on yesterday in fact uh, but yeah, today, uh, yeah, now I'm just focusing on getting the rest of the shrines before I take on the Gorons, my um, Divine Beast. I actually need to get on Tarry Town. I need to get the stupid Flamebreaker set uh, so I can uh, go find the aid the, 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 the Goron needed to um, uh, to help out with Tarry Town because I want to build that up and get all of that shit done. Um, but yeah, so there's that, playing a lot of that, um, you know, the funny thing with that game is, um, I got my little sister to play that game, my youngest sister, because I got two younger sisters, um, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, but you know, she used to be my video game playmate, like, I'm going to be honest, I really don't enjoy playing games by myself. I really don't. Um, You know, I used to play games with my my youngest sister. I can't keep saying the little sister because I have two younger sisters. But my youngest sister, you know, we used to be video game playmates. We played just about everything together. It's like, I don't enjoy playing games solo. But that's really what I've been doing the last few years because she doesn't really want to play games with me anymore. Uh, plus, we kind of can't anymore, um, which kind of hurts, you know? Um, like, I don't know. Video games, like, this is hard for me to play games when I'm by myself. But I do it anyway because it's just the only way I can play games now. It sucks. Uh, but, you know, like, I got her to play Breath of the Wild. And, like, that game was so fucking good, it's ruined all of her games for her. Like, she genuinely doesn't want to play any other game anymore. Like, because it's just that damn good. You know? That and the only other game she wants to play now is Breath of the Wild's sequel, you know? She's looking as forward as all fuck to that. But, you know, like, Breath of the Wild is really the only game that's out right now that she has any interest in playing. Like, it's just ruined every ever game for her. So I kind of feel bad for that. Uh, but yeah, you know, um... been doing that a lot. Um, you know, uh... No, I noticed that Spotify Wrapped seems to have come out. I don't use Spotify, okay? The the, the closest my relation with Spotify comes is that I use Anchor as my podcast platform, um, which is owned by Spotify and deeply connected with Spotify. Uh, but I kind of hate Spotify. literally, the only reason I use Anchor is because it's free. But believe me, the moment when I have the money to do so, I'm going to be using a different podcast service because... Anchor kind of sucks. And plus, it's Spotify. I fucking hate Spotify with every fiber of my being. Um, for fucking awful. I'm sorry, but Spotify fucking sucks. Uh, please use another music streaming services, please, for the love of God. And especially if you use Spotify for podcasts, please do something better, please. Spotify fucking sucks for podcasts. It's the absolute worst. Um... Please just use something else. Like I can give you alternatives depending on what it is about Spotify that you love the most. Okay, like I can give you alternatives for podcasts, lists, hosts, so for podcast listening. Um, you know, so uh, please just stop using Spotify. It's fucking trash. You know, like if you want Spotify Wrapped, you know, um, you know, if that's what you really care about, use uh, you know, use title, buy title. And get um, and also use Last FM. You know, sign up for Last FM and subscribe to Title. Boom. There you go. Um, if it's uh, I'm trying to think, if it's the algorithm, well, Spotify's algorithm is really over is is completely overrated. I'm sorry. Um, I would use you know technically the best algorithms there are are YouTube and YouTube Music. That is and Deezer. But they pay artists even less than Spotify does. And it's one of the reasons why I hate Spotify. It's the main reason why I hate Spotify so much. So don't use those. Um, use Apple Music. It's algorithm, I'd say, is as good if not better. And it pays artists more. Still not quite enough. But at least... At least recommend it. Just so you guys, at least it's fucking mainstream. So it's actually likely people will use it. Um, and plus it has a much better UI, um, than Spotify. Um, but yeah, um, those are the main things I can think if I hear people using excuses for why they use Spotify, off the top of my head. And when it comes to podcasting, uh, if tracking your podcast means all that much to you, use Podcast Addict. It tracks all your podcast listening habits. So, um... And plus, it is just really fucking good. So, uh, pay 10 bucks a month, get rid of the ads. Having 10 bucks a year to get rid of the ads, you're fucking perfect to go. But there's other great ones. You know, if you care about UI when it comes to podcast listening, use Pocket Casts. Um, but yeah, anything else, you know, just seriously, email me. I'm starting to use my email again. Now if I'm not trying to avoid a certain person um, on my email, you know, I am always on Twitter, you know. Message me on Twitter, message me on Instagram. You can find all the links to that shit. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, please just don't use Spotify. Like, please, use something else. Um, it's fucking terrible. But yeah, you know, so anyway. Um, Spotify Rep came out. Saw a lot of people posting for shit. Not surprisingly, I was on nobody's most listened to podcast list. Uh, which, I'm not expecting. I will be genuinely fucking stunned the day that happens. Like, I I, like, I, might die of shock if that would ever happen. But, um... Yeah, so, but, you know, I've been, uh... Uh, um... You know, I, I actually really did not listen to much music this year. I'm not gonna lie. I really did not listen to much, um... I listened to very little music this year. Um, I, I really just didn't. Like, there was just... I don't know. I just never really felt compelled to really listen to anything. <laughs> you know? But um, I did listen to some music this year. I, I listened to a little bit. So, um, but so uh, some of the albums... So, I've... There was, what? One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight. There were eight albums this year. Like I'm going to reveal the mute, the uh, the songs that I appreciated the most on Twitter soon. Um, so you're going to have to follow on Twitter to see that shit. Um, if you want to see the songs in particular that I appreciated the most, but you know I, I I will reveal here, and of course I will also reveal once again on my Twitter. Um, later, now that you know, I just finished listening to the final album of the year that I give a single shit about yesterday l- Yesterday night. I listened to um, Lecrae and 1K Fuse album. Um, haven't been to church in a while, or no, tr- I think it's called No Church in a While. I think that's what it's called. Um, that was the last album of the year that I give a shit about. Uh, so, yeah, um, all the music that I hear about is coming out this year. You know, and I'm to be honest, I, I, I mostly listen to Christian music, I just can't get into secular music. I'm being honest, I've tried, just there's nothing about secular music that's appealing at all to me. You know, I like film scores and maybe video game scores, like that's it. You know, there's a few secular artists and bands I like, you know, like Beach Bunny, Coldplay, Taylor Swift. Um. Um, 21 Pilots, but I kind of got into them because, you know, the two, because we're both Christians, and a lot of her songs have Christian messages, so, you know, it uh, doesn't quite count. Same of El City, the reason I got into him was because he's a Christian. Um, Weirdo Yankovic, you know, I, I like his shit, but he doesn't really do music anymore, which is sad, but yeah, you know, like, I really don't listen to much secular music at all. There's nothing about it that I find appealing. Um, sure, Christian music is, you know, mainstream Christian music is generally pretty fucking terrible. But let's be honest, doesn't people generally complain about top forty music being pretty fucking terrible? So shut up. Um, there's a lot of great non-top, um, you know, non-Christian pop bands that are pretty good, and you know, there's even some good Christian pop bands that get played on the radio. You know, I fully maintain that, you know, Matt Marr is pretty fucking good. Rent Collective, pretty fucking good. Uh, for kenan Country can be pretty fucking good. When they want to be. Um, I think mean, there's a few others that are actually pretty fine. I can't think of them all time I had at the moment. My brain is taking a blank. But you know, there's a lot of, you know, but there's a lot of Christian bands who aren't on the radio that are absolutely fucking fantastic. Death Therapy, The Classic Crime, Emery, King's Kaleidoscope, Citizens, The Sing Team, Eagle and Child, you know, um, trying to think Kevin Max. Holy fuck, I love his music. Um, you know, um, let's see, Phineas, um, you know, uh, As Cities Burn. There, there's a lot, of you know, Jay Givens, you know. Anyway, Christian rap gets a unnecessarily bad rap. Sure, there's a lot of shitty Christian rappers. Not going to deny, you know, looking at you, just about anybody who's on the God Over Money label. Absolutely fucking terrible. But you know what? There are some damn good Christian rappers out there. You know, of course, you know, Reach Records, um, Derek Minor, absolutely great. Propaganda, great. Jay Givens, great. You know, I think Jay Givens is the best Christian rapper, hands down. KB, you know, like, Pied the only rapper who, Christian rap, you know, there's him. Um, you know, then there's one who comes out of the Christian rap scene, but he's not really a Christian rapper anymore. Um, but NF, you know, he comes out of the Christian rap scene. And, you he, like, he's pretty fucking awesome. So, um, you know, there are some damn good Christian rappers. Uh, it's convincing otherwise. Um, yeah, you know, so there's those. Um... And yeah, so uh, uh, there, there, there's another one, but I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But anyway, uh, you know, there's some really good Christian artists out there, my friends. Like, um, oh my God, the Porter's Gate. How did I forget the Porter's Gate? They're one of the best worship bands out there. In uh, fact, I would say the Porter's Gate is the best worship band out there, and just one of the best bands in all of music. Period. Just Oh, they're so good. So damn good. Okay, there's a lot of great Christian music out there. It's far more appealing than secular music. And the messages are far better. I'm sorry. I, like, just the, the miso- constant misogynistic messages, you know, the free-flowing sex uh, that happens in these songs. Like, how uh, the, se- the overt sexual messages of a lot of these songs, the secular music... Um, and shit. It's just. It's, I, I don't understand it. I really don't understand why people enjoy secular music. Really, I don't. I'm just being honest. Christian music is just better. I'm sorry, it's just better. Um, but anyway, um, no, but once again, there's a few secular artists I like, but not really. Not too many. Um, I try to force myself every year to listen to secular music, you know. Try to force myself to listen to Top 40 Radio, try to listen to some of the biggest artists, you know. But it just never goes anywhere. I just can't. I just think I need to probably stop there at this point. But anyway, yeah, secular music fucking sucks. So anyway, uh, but anyway, I, my eight albums I really um, appreciated this year. Uh, so here are the eight albums I appreciated the most this year. Uh, the first one is Blame Game, EP by Beach Bunny. You know, once again, Beach Bunny wanted a few secular ba- artists uh, bands I like. Um, I loved this album, really good. Uh, definitely one of the better ones to, re- to release on the album. Once again, these are just albums I appreciate. This has nothing to do about for quality. These are just albums that I, you know, I really appreciate whether it's because I thought they were really well done, because I thought for quality was really high. Or I just really enjoyed listening to them, even if her quality was not that great, okay? These are just albums I appreciated throughout this year. Um, Blame Game EP, this is probably, you know, one of the better ones, like one of the higher quality ones. Really fantastic. And to be honest, I didn't really listen to any of these albums since they came out, so... I really don't remember much of them at this point. Because once again, I haven't listened to much music this year. Pretty much every album I listened to for the most part was kind of like one and done. Even if they were absolutely fantastic. Where I really enjoyed listening to them. Um, Amigo Amor. I'm just assuming that's how, I pronounce, that's how it's pronounced. By Remedy Drive. Uh, I remember the messages were what I really absolutely appreciated about it. it. had Some of the best messages I've ever heard in an album. The Bitter Truth by Evanescence, um, there's a few songs in there that I still listen to a decent amount, mostly Far From Heaven, that's the main song I listen to quite a bit ton, um, one of the few songs this year that's released this year that actually does get repeat repeated plays for me, so, um, Funeral Psalms by The Undertaking, absolutely fantastic, Really got in my, uh, really, really got in my fix for, uh, for, uh, you know, uh, metal this year, so. Because I really do love rock, especially, um, you know, hardcore and metal, so. Um, It was absolutely fantastic at that. Um, Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony. Absolutely my favorite album of the year, hands down, not even close. I don't need anything else. Just, oh, damn, god damn, so fucking good. Especially, like, oh, like, hearing the symphonic versions of a lot of these songs, you know, a lot of the instrumentals, like, you know, Rooftop Run, um, you know, Crisis City, His World. Oh, oh, that the symphonic version of His World. Oh, oh, I could listen to that all day, my friends. You know, the symphony versions of um, Fist Bump and Infinite. God damn, so good. But really, of course, you know, hearing those covers of the songs, you know, the new version of Reach for the Stars, you know, the recolored version, oh, God damn, I can't even go back to the original. Um, You know, there's the version with the symphony, for the symphony version of um, Speak With Your Heart, so damn good. Can't even listen to the original anymore. And my god, uh, that's the version they should have done instead of that fucking recolored version in Sonic Colors Ultimate because that version of Sonic Colors Ultimate is fucking atrocious. One of the worst songs I've ever heard. Right down there with um, Dominic the Christmas Donkey, the shark song. Um, what Does the Fox Say, Thack by Eminem, Young and Menace by Fall Out Boy. Um, it's just one of the worst songs ever ever released. Um but no, this symphony version for the Sonic 30 Vs. Symphony, Speak With Your Heart, absolutely fantastic. Um, and of course, you know, Nate wants the battle cover, Do doing the cover with the symphony and Tommy Oatani band. of Endless Possibilities, my god, he owned it. Love it so much. And of course, Crush 40. Crush 40 is my favorite band of all time. Uh, no band means quite as much to me as Crush 40. You know, um, coming in there, you know, especially hearing them do, um, of course, you know, Sonic Heroes, love it. Um, Sonic Boom, um, Night of the Wind. Ooh, mm, yeah, baby. Um, I Am All of Me. And of course, of course, the last two songs. Having... um Nate wants to battle to come in with the symphony and Crush 40 backing him with um Escape to the Escape from the City. Um just oh god he owned that song so hard. I can't even listen to the original anymore. So damn good. And then of course my favorite song of all time is Live and Learn by Crush 40. Okay, I'm gonna make that clear. Live and Learn by Crush 40 is my favorite song of all time. But this version they did for the symphony, where they had the symphony backing, Crush Forty, and Johnny's amazing, beautiful vocals. Um. No, nothing touches it. Not even the original version from Sonic Adventure Two. Nothing touches the version they did. They did. They did in the Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony. It is the greatest song of all time, hands down. I can't say like just oh my god the symphony added so much to it. It is the greatest song of all time, the Sonic 30th anniversary symphony version of of live and learn with Crush 40 and the um, Prague in the in uh, the Philharmonic Orchestra Prague. That's what it is, the Crush 40 and Philharmonic Orchestra Prague cover of. Um, live and learn it's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life like just, there's not ever been a single thing that's ever been more beautiful to my ears than that oh man when I freaking first heard that like I cried like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I cried when I first heard that it's just so damn good like I mean just seriously that song means so much to me and just hear Sounded so beautifully. My God. There's just no musical moment. but it is nothing that I could ever hear. No auditory thing that could ever touch me as much as that. So damn good. I fucking love it, man. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um... Just so damn good. Yeah, I mean, my favorite album of all time. And, like, I'm just saying right now, the Sonic 3 of Anniversary Symphony is my favorite album of all time. You, could, if you, If you were to drop me on an island and give me only that album, you know what? I'd be satisfied, man. Like, I would honestly say that's the only album I really ever need. Ever. Like, I could listen to it all day, all night. Just so good. So fucking good. Like, I love Sonic the Hedgehog music, like, Sonic music is my favorite thing to ever, 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 there it is. Like, the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise means a lot, a lot to me. It's not my favorite franchise of all time. The Crash Bandicoot franchise means, is the mo- my favorite of all time. But unfortunately, it's owned by Activision now. And fuck Activision. I am boycotting Activision because of how fucking toxic they are. Um, we've heard one of the most corrupt companies in the world, hands down... Uh, It's fucking evil. Like, I'm sorry. It's literally demonic what's going on at Activision. It's fucking demonic. And I don't say that lightly. Like, I mean literally demonic what's going on with Activision Blizzard right now. Um, And what's been going on for years. And so because they make Crash Bandicoot, um, I have to abandon it, unfortunately. My favorite fucking franchise of all time. Um, so because I have to abandon it, Sonic the Hedgehog becomes my de facto favorite franchise of all time. Which, believe me, still means a lot to me. Believe me. Sonic the Hedgehog got me through a lot of hard times. You know, especially with the music. But, you know, also, you know, just the comics. Oh my god, the comics I love to death. Um, but yeah, you know, so, there's that. Um, at least I don't have to boycott Sega. Yeah, seriously, fuck Activision Blizzard. And, you know, Bobby Kodak. Especially Bobby (laughs) Kodak. Yeah, I I literally just spit. (laughs) That name. Fuck him. And verse shit, and just, oh, it's fucking awful. Anyway, continuing on with albums, I appreciate this year. Um... Sonnet, let's see, Melancholy Machines by Death Therapy. So Death Therapy is one of my favorite bands. Um, so four of my six favorite bands and artists this year released a pro- album. Um, NF, Coldplay, 21 Pilots, and Death Therapy. Those are all in my top six. Death Therapy's album, Melancholy Machines, was the only one of those that was actually good. Uh, nowhere close to as good as her first two albums. Um, you know, Calm Before the Storm and Voices. Um, those albums are absolute genuine masterpieces. And I actually mean masterpieces in my opinion. Uh, but you know what? This was still a good album, you know? N- not as good as those albums. You know, It was still a good album. I really appreciated it. Um... But yeah, so there's that. Um, But yeah, yeah, the the, the other three of the the bands I really love this year, that release albums. Um, NF, my second favorite artist of all time. He released Clouds, the mixtape. It was pretty fucking terrible. Um, I mean, mean, to be fair, I mean, had Lost featuring Hopson, which was actually really fucking good and probably my second favorite song of his. And it included his 2019 single, Pay My Dues, which is my favorite song of his, um, and Trust featuring Tech 9 was fun. Sure, was it a good? Was it objectively a good song? No, not at all. It was a pretty fucking terrible song objectively, but you know, it was fun to listen to. Um, and clouds was not all that great of a song, but you know, what? he was something different. He did something different. He showed his more witty, humorous side. Anyway, I appreciate that. That and had the best music video of the year, hands down. Don't, don't nothing touches it. The, absolutely, the best music video of the year. You can just take whatever you think is the best music of the video, music video of the year, and just shove it. I'm sorry. Clouds was the best music video of the year. Um, but that said. The song's story is... The absolute worst thing is just... Fucking awful. I never want to hear it again. Um... I hate that song with every fiber of my being. And the other songs were just forgettable. Layers, Drifting... Uh... There's, there's like another song or two. I don't remember if it. They were. They're just forgettable. Anywho. My god, I'm getting stupid fucking hungry. It's 10.01 now. I'm fucking hungry. Um... Then there was um, Coldplay for at least *Music of the Spheres*, which is fucking awful. Um, I have no interest in ever listening to the album again, which is a shame because I never—I I didn't think they had released a bad album before then. Um, I fall over of previous eight albums were all, at worst, mediocre, and that was *My Lodo, So, um, this is the first album I get genuine, say is genuinely bad by Coldplay, which is saying. You know what? They released eight albums at were bad, you know, that were at worst were, that at absolute worst were mediocre, for low to have one bad album. So, uh, you know, I think what really made it more of this most When it came right after Everyday Life, which I actually genuinely loved. I thought it was one of her best albums yet. So, because uh, I'm going to rank every Coldplay album right now, okay? Um, starting from the bottom, music of the spears, genuinely terrible, fucking bad. There's real. I, I'm really struggling to think of really any redeeming qualities of the album. Um, but yeah, really not good. Milo's Ziloto is number eight. Um, it's just mediocre, you know, it really, it, it's ass is really saved by just how good the Song Paradise is you know, um, you know, I mean, it's like some other decent songs, um, you know, Charlie Brown is okay, um, Every Teardrop is a Waterfall is enjoyable, and there's like another song or two I can't remember off the top of my head, um, you know, number seven, I would say is, um, Head Full of Dreams, you know, it's nothing great, you know, it's just Mine. But you know what? It's definitely one of my favorite pop albums. Like, um, when I need to lift me up, you know, when I really just need to kind of feel good, it's probably my go-to album. That and True by Avishi, Because, yes, I am a big Avishi fan. You know? His death was one of those... Uh, probably the only celebrity death that actually made me feel anything. And even then, it's not like I felt much. Because, you know, it's a celebrity, I don't know them. You know? Like... But, you know, it, it did affect me a little bit because I was a huge Avishi fan at the time. Avishi was absolutely one of my favorite artists at the time. You know, always got, like, every time we release something, that's, like, all I listen to for, like, the next week. Um, you know, so True by Avishi. Um, always has a place in my heart. So it's either that or a head full of dreams is almost I go to when I just need to feel good. Um, yeah, Head of, of The is probably my favorite pop album of all time. Um, even if I recognize it objectively, it's just kind of fine, you know, I mean it's just a fine album, but you know, it's one of my favorite pop albums. Um, that's why I go to when I'm need, need when when I i feeling really bad and I just need to feel good again. Um, so yeah, that's uh, number seven. Number six would be Ghost Stories. Yeah, you know what, it's a bit slow. It kind of drags on a little too long, but you know what? It's got some really damn good songs, um, especially "Magic" and "A Head Full of Dreams." Wait, what? not a "Head Full of Dreams," a "Sky Full of Stars." What the fuck? "A Sky Full of Stars" are um, absolutely fantastic songs, some of her best. You know, I like them. I like it. Um, and so, then number five would be Parachutes. It was a good start. It was a good first album. I think that it's massively overrated. I think the album kind of gets more love than it really deserves. To be honest, Um, it's a good album, you know. But I don't think it's anything better than just good. You know, it has some really good songs. Not gonna lie, you know, Trouble, um, Yellow, of course. um, But even then, I think Yellow's kind of bit overrated. If I'm being honest, Um, Spies. You know, I really like those songs. For good. And then number four, I would say, is A Rush of Blood to the Head. Uh, this is a really good album. I, I would say this is the first one that's really good. Um, you know, God Put a smile Upon Your Face, uh, Faintest One with the Scientists. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, all the songs that I had, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Damn it you know, some just fantastic songs. Um, some of my favorite songs by Coldplay. Like, I would say it has the majority of my favorite of her songs. Like, like in my top, like, my top, like, a good chunk of my top ten are from that album. I don't know. It's hard. Probably not, actually. I don't know. It's got some of my favorite songs. Number three would be Everyday Life. Um, I love that album. It's so good. Um, it still kind of feels weird to hear Chris Martin cuss, but, you know, it's a damn good album. Um, you know, um, I still, you know, Arabesque, um, Champion of the World, um, Orphans, um, Daddy, um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. The different the names for the songs. I can't remember. I'm sorry, my brain is not working. Okay, I'm fu- I'm hungry as all hell. I'm tired. Um, my brain isn't functioning at this point. But yeah, you know, there was that. Um, really, really like that one. Number two is X and Y. My God, it's you. Know, it, it, it's hard for me to put this as number two because it's so fucking close to being number one. Like it's so fucking close. Um, you know, but Fix You, um, you know, um, uh, um, uh uh, 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 Till Kingdom Come. God damn, I can't remember the songs off the side of my head anymore. Talk, isn't Talk on that album? I don't remember. It's either about where Richard Blessed had, had, I don't remember which one it's on. Once again, I can't remember the names of any of the fucking songs. Speed of Sound, oh my fucking god, that, that that's on X and Y, isn't it? Um, what? Why am I doing this? My CD, my CD collection is literally right, right next to me. I can just look at these fucking things. See what it's on? What? Oh my god! What's wrong with me? Okay, so Rush of Blood to the Head has in my place. Y'all yeah, fucking love that. God put a smile upon your face, which is probably my favorite song on the album. Um, the Scientist, goddamn, how great is that song? Clocks. Woo! Uh, Green Eyes, really good. Uh, Rush of Bloods in the Head, of course, great. Um, Yeah, I mean, how could you not love it? Parachutes. Shiver, yeah. Spies, mm mm-hmm. Yellow, Trouble, my favorite song in the album. Um, Everything's Not Lost, really good. X and Y, of course, which is very close to being my favorite album. Uh, Let's see white shadows oh yeah that's a good one that's really good um fix you talk yeah, oh yeah um even x and y a speed of so- speed of sound oh yeah a message oh god damn that song is so good um, the hardest part Ooh. Um, and of course my favorite song in the album is till kingdom come Uh, but yeah, my favorite album, if you can't can't figure it out by now, is, by them, is Viva La Vida or Deaf and All His Friends. So, X and Y, I think, is a literal masterpiece. Viva La Vida or Deaf and All His Friends is what I consider to be as close to perfect as humanly possible. I think it is objectively one of the greatest albums to ever be released. Um, it is right up there. It... Yeah, just one of the best albums. It might be, like, it's right up there. We have John Mark McMillan's Mercury and Lightning. And King's Kaleidoscope's um, Beyond Control. as what I think are the greatest, the most well-made albums of all time. I mean, are the greatest albums of all time. But yeah, um... I mean, what can I say about it? Cemeteries of London, Lost, Lovers in Japan, Reign of Love, Goddamn... Yes, Viva La Vida, um, Violet Hill, which is my favorite song in the album, Strawberry Swing, god damn, like, how could you not love this album? Yeah, just, I fucking love Coldplay, man, for for one of my favorite bands. Uh, But yeah, Music and Spears, super fucking disappointing, 21 Pilots he released, um, uh, scaled and icy. i mean, honest. I, I didn't like the album. I really didn't. Um, I love Saturday though. Um, that is one of my. That's probably my favorite. That's aside of you know the new you know the sonic the the new version of Live and Learn is my favorite song of the year. Um, love that. Um, you know and. I I like "Shy Away," you know, it's a good song. But everything else, I, I I did not like any of the other songs of the album. I thought they were pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I didn't like any of the other songs. I I was I it, it, that was it, 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 super fucking disappointing to me. Um, I was really hoping for better. But yeah, so anyways, you know, for my six favorite album bands or at least out songs albums this year, and only one of them was good. Now is. Melancholy Machines by Death Therapy. Anyway, I need to finish this up because I desperately need to eat. So the last two albums I really appreciated this year. Get Out of the Way of Your Own Heart by Chris Rinsenma. I think that's how you pronounce this? I have no idea. Chris Renzema? We're gonna go with that. Um, one of my he's quickly becoming one of my favorite artists. Um Can't remember the first song, the first song I heard by him. God damn, I wish I remembered like If I wasn't so hungry and so, I would remember the name of the song because I really like that song. Yeah, I I was first introduced to him a few years ago, and you know what? He's quickly becoming one of my favorite artists. Um, And this album was pretty fucking fantastic. Like, I think all three of his albums so far have been really good. I really liked all three of them. So he's a great artist. I I really can't recommend highly enough for you to check out his shit. Um, Just a great artist, one of the best worship um, artists out there. So yeah, get out of the way of your own heart. Out of all the albums, this, um, you know, outside of the Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony, this may be the one I appreciate the most during the year. I don't know, it's hard to say. Um, And then at the end, Hillsong Worship, These Same Skies. Another fantastic uh, worship album by Hillsong Worship. For one of the best worship bands out there, I mean, they've, most of her albums I think have been absolutely fantastic. I, I really like most of her albums. Um, may not be a fan of too many of really any of the other Hillsong bands. I don't like Hillsong United at all. Um, and Hillsong Hill, Young and Free is very on and off for me, you know. For either really good or for really terrible, in my opinion. Like, there's really no in between for them. For either really good or really bad. So, The Hillsong Worship, they've been one of the most consistent bands in music. Um, sure, there's been a few sinkers in her catalog, but I think the majority of her albums have been really good. And this is it's the same thing. These same skies was really fantastic. But anyway, that's everything I've got for today. Uh, I've been going on rambling on way too fucking long. Anyway, thank you all for listening or watching. Um, hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.